Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. Guess what I have today? It's something really special. I just finished digging it up, actually, because I had hidden it in a very special place in the middle of my garden. It's so fantastic that I don't want anything to happen to it, so I buried it. In fact, this is so special that I'm not sure if I can even tell you about it. I don't want you to see it. I don't want anything to happen to it. I don't want it to get dirty, or I don't want anyone to even breathe on it. Maybe I should just bury it completely. That would keep it safe, wouldn't it? Well, I guess since I dug it up, I can tell you a little bit about it. But prepare yourself. I don't want anything to happen to it. All right, let me unwrap it. Okay, it is these beautiful pieces of jewelry. They're so special. I wish you could see how sparkly they are. My husband gave them to me and I love them so much. That's why I hardly ever even look at them or use them. I mean, if I had these out and about and if I wore them outside, they might get broken or dirty or lost. And I just can't risk that. So, oh, I guess maybe I'm just going to go bury them again. Then again, if I keep them buried, I won't get to enjoy them and appreciate them, will I? Come to think of it, no one will be able to enjoy them and appreciate them. If I use them, then others can see how special they are. I can share the joy that I've been given with others if I don't keep these to myself. And I'll bet I could even take them to a store if I wanted and sell them to get even more special things. I can't do that if I bury them in the garden, can I? You know, Jesus told a story about something very similar. In the Bible, Jesus talked about someone who gave money to three of his servants before going on a trip. It's found in Matthew 25. Let me start reading at verse 14. It says, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. So a talent that he's talking about in this passage of scripture, it's referring to a unit of money, like a dollar. So this man gave each of his servants different amounts of money. When we think of talents, we often think about things like the ability to jump high or the ability to sing. And God does give us those too. We have unique and special purposes according to what God gives us. What do you think the owner in the story expected his servants to do with the money? What do you think God expects us to do with our blessings, either our money or the talents, the things that we can do? You know, there are a lot of things that we can do for God with our money and our talents. 
We can invest our money in things that will gain more and use it to benefit others. We could put it in the bank and earn a little bit of interest on top of saving it. But in the parable, not all of the men use their talents in the same way. Let's keep reading. Verse 16, it says, He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So what happened was while the master was gone, the boss was gone, the three servants were busy. Well, at least some of them were. A couple of them managed to make more money or at least break even by selling and buying things. But one man decided he would just bury his money instead. This was a practice that people in those days did often, actually, to protect their money by hiding it because they didn't want anyone else to find it. Let's keep reading in verse 20. It says, And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servants. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. So the boss came back. Here we see the master checking in on how things have gone during the time that he was gone. And two of the servants who were given two and five talents brought back what they made and they pleased the boss. They proved that he could trust them and they wisely used their money to make more money. Now, I want you to think about something. If the master in the story is God, what does that say about how he wants us to live our lives? What does it say about sharing with other people? See, God gives us things so that we can love and serve one another with them. Whatever we have comes from him and can go back to him. Let's keep reading verse 25. It says, He also who had received the one talent came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Wow, that feels a little harsh, doesn't it? Does it mean we have to go invest in the stock market or what? Why was the master so angry? Well, one problem was that the servant didn't trust his master. He thought the master was a cruel and wicked man and he tried to hide the money so that even when the master came back, it wouldn't be taken away. The intention of the master was not to hurt his servants, but to bless them with more. He was happy to bless the wise servants with more, but the man who hid the money was almost rejecting that gift. Sometimes we do this to God. We act like he is watching us and waiting for us to mess up, hoping to punish us. But God wants to bless us. 
He sometimes has to discipline us when we disobey, but that isn't what he wants. He gives us all that we have so that we can use it well. When we use our time or our money or our talents or abilities to do positive things, that shows we appreciate them. If God made you a great musician, you don't want to keep that to yourself, but to use your talent in a way that helps others and serves God. If God made you extra great at school, be a wonderful student and help others who might struggle. There's lots of ways that we can share our blessings, and when we do that, we can receive more blessings too. What are some talents and characteristics that people might be blessed with? I bet if you think about this in your own life, you can come up with some really good ones. How can we use those specific abilities to honor and serve God? That's what I want you to think about today. How can sharing what we have actually bring us even more? How can it bless God and bless others? Think about that and then do that. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the words and the life of Jesus. We know you give us special gifts and blessings. Help us to use them to bless others. Help us to be wise with what we have. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, thanks for listening. Hey, friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved.